0: Good morning to all of you out there, what I call the, um, all of us ships or small boats on the sea, although I'm not a Navy guy, and definitely nowhere near it. being a SEAL guy, I respect those guys tremendously, um, I'm more of an Army guy, but I think the analogy of me addressing you out there as fellow ships or small boats on the sea is pretty Probably more elegant than equating it to being a patrol, or on a patrol in the desert, as an army infantry kind of guy. So I thought the the uh, sea part, the navy part, a little more, little more sexy. But also, again, although being Ranger qualified from the army, doing some Ranger stuff, although no way to my fellow Rangers out there who are you know I'm not Ranger battalion uh, worthy or ranger battalion experience. I use it in the conventional conventional army, I guess, uh, to a degree in the 82nd Airborne Division. But uh, again, I do respect and reflect often on the experience and the training from ranger school and then able to use those skills as a leader, as a platoon leader, company commander, and even a staff officer in the army. But anyway, that's just a uh, short, you know, departure from the topic for today. Although the foundation of being trained as a ranger and respecting our other fellow um, military services out there, again, I mentioned the, the SEALs, the Navy, Air Force guys, but we've all had some level of training, experience, exposures, and then using those experiences, the training education for the better, not just of, or excuse me, for the best of ourselves, but also for the best of the organizations that we serve with. Today's topic is called gratitude. So for me, it's a simple word. I've heard it many times. I very rarely put it into practice for myself until really recently, past, uh, Couple months to take that word and actually put it into action. And in another podcast or previous podcast, I talked about the conditions or the environment of desperation and maintenance. Those two aspects that we all probably come across every now and then or maybe often in our respective lives. But those two things. They seem you know kind of nebulous, but take into consideration. if you find yourself in a desperation status or condition, it'll be t- tough to maintain that position you find yourself in because now you're pushed to you know a do or die, me or you, food or no food environment. On a maintenance side, that's presuming, again, maybe short-sightedly, presuming you have everything. All you need to do is maintain, maintain the car, maintain the five-bedroom house on the top of the mountain, maintain that eight-figure bank account. Just maintain that, sustain that prominence, that comfortableness. Again, seems easy to do. But if you take it, almost like switch, switch those. How do you maintain that condition where you have no money? You're on the street. Your clothes are tattered and it's 20 degrees below where you're living right now. How do you maintain that? Other side, desperation. If you have everything, all the money, all the fame, all the stuff, comforts. How do you find desperation in that? Kind of like juxtaposing those conditions in two separate environments. My son, Karan, recently did a video. I'm calling it despair video. If you get a chance, uh, I'll find a way to link that to my website so you can see that. But... His video on despair was produced again in the conditions of we're in a nice car or driving down a nice highway, it's a sunny day and having these deep discussions that I guess only a dad with a son could have. But even his perspective as a young age to have that vision of the good and bad or the ugly, yet Maintain his discipline and his studies in college, his photography, his documentary production, his music. Oh, yeah, his good work. And again, his life going into this in this crazy world, maintaining that outlook that I wish I gave it to him. But maybe I influenced some parts of it on a very small level. But he has a vision And an insight that I could not have given him, nor do I have myself. So even though he put together a short video on despair and seeing the beauty in every condition, every atmosphere, every environment. Even though he put together with stills and pictures and short commentaries between he and I and from him himself. It's so enlightening to see a different perspective on a tough subject about when do you find yourself in despair and when do you maintain? Do you maintain yourself in the condition of desperation? I think so, because you have to commit to seeing it through. You got to feel it through. Now, when it's tougher, like I said, when I juxtapose maintenance in a tough Uh, environment and despair in a great environment how do you do the harder to do for example in desperation in the good time what are you despairing about that you need more that you are frustrated about what might happen if some comes and takes your car or your family or your clothes or your diamonds or your is that where you get there Another side of it also, how do you maintain what I said earlier when you're sitting on a street with no money, down on your luck, or no luck at all, how do you maintain that? It's not that you're maintaining or you're despairing about that slide. You're finding that peace, that calmness, that structure, that infrastructure of you, of your connection to what you do have. Even though you're going through a seemingly complicated uh, set of conditions, you still have those things I've mentioned before. You still have you. You're breathing. You're living. You're sensing. You can experience life. The option is you give it up. But I don't think any of us want to do that. So again, unfortunately, I have no solid answers to give you today. Just observations of these thoughts, I think, might help you as you navigate on your personal sea, your yacht or your small boat with me out there and navigating through these past these buoys and those rocks and those waves. I thank you again on a lovely day. As always, stay present, stay current. It's always 820.